Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. As I said last month, I'm normally uh, the host, uh, Tim Hayden, but I'm blessed to have uh, one of my good friends and a table group consultant that we've been working with for, God, not far from two years. Uh, yeah, uh, Gordon Blocker. So, Gordon, we'll turn it over to you. Welcome. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, it's usually like if it feels too long, sometimes it's like that could be a good thing or a bad thing. It's like, how long have we been working on this? Uh, super excited to be here. Thanks for letting me jump in as the temporary host here. We're going through the book called The Motive. In The Motive, Pat talks about responsibility-based leadership and privilege-based leadership and uncovers five things that some leaders don't want to do. Maybe a lot of leaders don't want to do. And this week in week three, we're talking about having difficult and uncomfortable conversations. The fun thing that we've done in this uh, podcast is cover what, we're, what I've been calling the Clemson case study. And I've got a great one for Tim today because I know he's a Clemson fan and he knows a lot more than I do about the ins and outs of Clemson. And I'm going to play back for him some things that I've done in research for Dabo Sweeney and some uncomfortable conversations he's had, which will help because, Tim, it's probably easier to look at other leaders while they're having uncomfortable conversations than ourselves. But then to play it, you know, to give you some time to think about some uncomfortable and difficult conversations you've had. And they're strikingly similar when I think about this. So play back in your mind, September 22nd, 2018, almost almost five years ago. And this is what Dabo Sweeney said uh, on that very day. He said, it was a difficult time for me. It was so such a tough bus ride home because I knew what the right thing to do was for the team. Sweeney continued, I knew it was going to be a tough conversation and a tough decision, but it was my job and I knew it was the right thing to do for the team and for us to be able to reach our full potential. Any ideas what he's talking about? Well, 2018, we won the national championship. By the way, this and, is completely unrehearsed, so Tim has no idea where yeah, I'm going okay. with it. That's good. And I know that, um, uh, and of course, you know, for our listeners that are watching NFL football, you know, Trevor Lawrence just got voted to the Pro Bowl. Um, he was our – he ended up being the starter that season. And I think what Davo's referring to, and again, uh, to our listeners, this is unrehearsed. And <laughs> I had no idea what we're talking about. But I believe it's when Kelly Bryant – when. When Dabo announced that Trevor Lawrence was going to be the starter the following week, uh, at, if I remember right, it was against Georgia Tech. Um, Bingo! And not, and not and not Kelly Bryant. So you um, nailed it. So they, got, <laughs> they had beaten Georgia Tech. I mean, he didn't lose a game, but they had beaten Georgia Tech. And after the win, Dabo realized Trevor's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Now listen. This is so he had two. Very difficult conversations, probably a lot of difficult conversations with his staff, right? And a lot of people pushed back on that because what had Kelly Bryant done the year prior? He won the ACC. And he took us to the playoff. And took you to the national championship against Alabama. That's not a small feat. And here you're taking this young quarterback. And um, so he had two conversations. He had a conversation with Kelly Bryant on September 23rd, 2018. 
and he had a conversation with Trevor Lawrence. He said about Kelly Bryant that he loved him like a son. He loved him like a son. And he had been there for uh, several years, backing up Deshaun Watson. So he had, he had paid his dues. And Trevor Lawrence is a true freshman. I mean, that is tough. So my question to you is, I've got just some real-time questions for us. Why did he have the conversation? Why did he make the decision? And why was it so hard? That's kind of just a combined three questions. Why did he have the conversation? Why did he even make the decision? Maybe I should reverse those. But, and why was it really so hard? What do you think is going through Dabo's mind and heart on September 23rd as he goes to talk to Kelly Bryant? Well, I, I, um, Gordon, I remember that game well. And Trevor, you know, and who was the number one pick in the NFL draft two years ago, um, was an absolute incredible athlete and still is. Uh, and he played so much better and just, and, 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 was, and we scored more points from, from my fan perspective. And I think that, you know, for us to have the best chance to win the national championship, uh, Trevor Lawrence had to be, you know, had to become the starter. And I think Dabo, so I think, I think that's what I had, I think in my, my, from the fan perspective, that's what had to happen in order for us to have an opportunity to win the national championship. Yeah. So, um, so I, I answered that, I answered that question. Why did he do it? Yeah. That's, I mean, and you know, you're going from, it's interesting because you and I are both have a feeling preference on the Myers-Briggs, but you answer the question from a thinking preference, like, Hey, which one would you start the better quarterback or the second best quarterback? You're going to start the best quarterback and you're going to base that on actual results. He didn't say, well, Trevor's going to go because I like Trevor more because he's from my hometown because you know, whatever he's going to say, who's going to give us the best chance to win. But then he said about Kelly, I love him like a son. So Tim, you're an owner of a family business multiple generations you got kids you got friends you have people you care about like family what's it like to make a hard, hard decision when you know it's going to deeply hurt someone you love but it's the right thing to do um it's hard it's <laughs> it's incredibly hard and you know but at the end, and one of our core values we've talked about on the podcast is do the right thing. Not the popular thing, not the easy thing, but the right thing. Um, I think in, uh, and I think it Dabo from afar, I think he has probably got a feeling preference of he loves people and you can see the way he interacts. Um, he probably had a very difficult time internally going through that. I mean, for him to tell Kelly Bryant, he loved him like a son, um, says a lot, you know, Yeah, I think that, but knowing having to make the tough decision and as business owners and leaders, we're put in situations and Hey Gordon, I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you and you and I are on video as we're recording this, I'm raising my hand. There's been lots of times I have avoided mm -hmm. conversations in my career because ultimately I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, I didn't want to, have to address something that was uncomfortable. Right. And, and I think that in today I work hard to, uh, 
to try to address things absolutely head on and to do that. And I've learned that. And, and, and I'll tell you just personally, it's hard. It's messy. Um, you know, cause these are people, these are people and there's lives and there's, um, relationships and all that go with it. But at the end of the day, you just got to stick with what you believe in and what you know. And, and Dabo has been successful at the highest level and he had to make a tough decision. And there's a lot of correlation between business and football. Cause there's a, I mean, Dabo's the CEO of the Clemson football team, you know? Right. And you know, what's interesting is I compare the decision with the conversation and I'm thinking, I think a lot of leaders might avoid a decision because they anticipate a conversation. It's like, Hey, it's time to make the decision. I don't have to tell anybody, but if I have to go tell that person, I mean, that takes real guts. And one of the team behaviors we have in the team assessment is we stick to decisions. I, that might've been hard for him. Like he's talking with his coaches. It sounds really easy on paper. I got to go tell this player who's been with me for four years, four years. And he's going to now relinquish his starting spot. You know how the, the story ended, right? For Kelly Bryant, he basically quit the team. He did not finish out the season. Uh, they won the national championship and Kelly Bryant did not receive a ring. Mm-hmm. Dabo decided because he didn't stick it out that he would not get the ring. He transferred to Missouri. Missouri had subpar results the next year, his last season. And then he floated, did not get drafted and, and floated around. He's now playing for the uh, fan, basically. Did you know that? He's playing for the fan something league. Really? I did not know that. So. I mean, it's, it's a random deal and it's just his football career. Um, yeah which is not a measure of someone's life or anything, but obviously that's what he cares about. And it's sad to think about, you know, that result, Trevor Lawrence, what's the result for Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in the NFL draft, but that's not why he made the decision. He didn't say, I'm going to put Trevor in the best spot for an NFL pick. What was the result for Clemson that year? To win the national championship, to have an opportunity. And you guys won. Yep. You're right. We did. So thinking about this, any examples come to mind about, I know there are probably so many probably fluttering through your mind of hard conversations, hard decisions, just being confronted with that. You've said out loud more times than I could count in the last year or so, man, this is just a really hard conversation. Uh, What's that like for you? Uh, Any examples come to mind? And then I thought we would just give a shout out to other leaders that may be listening, what what you've learned from hard conversations where we could give them some advice or some coaching. Yeah. um, When we first started down this path, uh, and and I'll just say in in regards to um, organizational health and, you know, Gordon, what you have been leading us through for, you know, year and a half or longer is that, you know, my, my personal preference was naturally I would like to avoid conflict naturally. I have a right. feeling preference. Um, I care for people. Um, but I think that I've learned. So the first few hard conversations were difficult. Um, but one thing that I had to, that I've learned about myself is that if I don't have the hard conversation, people are not going to know where they stand. Yeah. And, and people need to know where they stand to be given a chance to improve. And, mm-hmm. you know, and unfortunately, and Gordon, you know about what happened here last year. We had a we had, we had a couple of folks on our team that just really allowed some really unacceptable things to happen. Yep. And, 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 and I went through and I took the lead as the leader and I went in and I interviewed everyone that touched that situation. 
And um, unfortunately, these are good. These are good people. And unfortunately, um, you know, we had to make some changes and having those conversations, uh, you know, the, I think for you, the, the decisions were made. Yeah. The decision itself was once once the facts were realized, the decision was as I as I say it. Yeah. Pretty straightforward from a thinking it was, perspective. It was like this is this is straightforward. Very straightforward, very black and white. And then the execution of the decision, typically, it has always been difficult for me. Yeah. But those conversations lasted a couple of minutes apiece. Yeah. And crazy? it was very, I mean, I think, and, and, you know, one of our things, we want people to know where they stand and be given a chance, you know, to, to respond. And that we just couldn't take the chance that anybody would ever make ever make that ever allow that to happen in their area of responsibility again so yeah um yeah that's one for me that's with that's you know uh, less than a year old that was a very for me um the execution of that decision was is, is not easy but what i've learned i mean it had to be addressed and it was and we moved on we're a better business for that today because right. of the decisions that we made but it's yeah. hard uh, you know i think the the more comfortable what we're talking about and for our listeners to, you know, to lean in a little bit here is that we, what we are talking about, very few companies even know what we're talking about or have a system or process to do it. Right. You know, most people just allow these things to happen or to fester and then it becomes a boiling point and it explodes and you've got lots of people that it affects. And, but if you just would, if you have something that comes up, if you address it, make the decision and then learn from it and move on. But the more trans, the more transparent yeah. you can be and the more clear and clarity you can provide, the better your organization is going to be. That's so true. That's so true. So I don't, this is just off the cuff. There is no formula. And yet with dysfunction, you know, probably just even talking about it and being prepared, we already, we already uh, make a huge uh, improvement. So I want to give advice to leaders for difficult conversations or what might be called crucial conversations, which is a great book, by the way, a book called Crucial Conversation lays it out. Um, and what they say in the book is a crucial conversation is defined by three possibilities. Number one, there's high stakes, like something's at stake. It's a big deal, right? Starting quarterback for Clemson is a really big choice. An employee at a high level in your company is a really big choice. Yes, or, you know, those are big deals. Number two, there's strong emotion. Like we're, this is personal, like we care. And three, there's differences of opinions and point of view. No, no need to talk about all the stuff we already agree on. You think something, guess what? A lot of fans didn't agree with Davos Sweeney. <laughs> Certainly Kelly Brighton didn't agree, right? And that makes for a crucial conversation. The, the thing I like, there's so many things from the book the thing he points to is uh, that the, the, actually the multiple authors point to is finding mutual purpose, right? You're not making a decision for Tim. You're making a decision for Sergeant Metal. Dabo Sweeney's making a decision for Clemson University. What is our purpose? What's the big picture? And you have to appeal to that and find that common ground and say the best thing for this is uh, we have to make a cho choice or we may have to make a decision. You know what I find, Tim, is that if you looked at 2022 for you, you had a lot of hard conversations, but not a thousand, right? Mm -hmm. You probably had a handful a month, right? There's not that many. 
And so I think the trick for leaders is just to name them, just to, just to recognize you're going to have 50 conversations this month. Not all of them are crucial. Mm-hmm. Maybe a handful is where you need to be really emotionally and mentally ready for them and call it and say, I know I'm going to this. I need to be mentally and emotionally ready. But the rest of them, it's okay. Just invest in the ones that you know are going to move the needle for someone you're coaching, someone you're leading, and just be ready for them. Right there, I think you already are way ahead of the game. It doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. What I find is leaders often are just unprepared for crucial conversations and hard conversations, and they're not even thinking about how do I manage it. That'd be my two cents. And no, I, I, I agree. I think in the, the, uh, the leadership and, and I, I, you know, I said this on the last podcast, Gordon, leadership is hard. It's very hard leadership. And, and if you ever in, in the book, the motive talks about, if you ever get to the point, if you become a senior leader and or owner or a CEO or whatever in your business, if you ever feel like leadership is a privilege, yeah. You don't need to lead anymore. Right. Uh, leadership is a burden. And walking through that and having difficult, having, I mean, that book is great. I've read that. I, that's a, you said that I need to read that again. It's been a while since I read it. Uh, having difficult conversations um, and being vulnerable. And and all that starts to go back to a book Pat wrote over 20 years ago, you know, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you don't have the bottom layer, which is trust, you can't build anything. So I would just challenge our listeners that, you know, if you've got to have a conversation, have it. But you need to you need to look yourself in the mirror and mm-hmm. think, do I have trust with the person that I'm getting ready to have a, a tough conversation with? Yeah. And That's if you right. don't, what do you need to do to develop that trust on either side? You know? That's right. That's right. And, yeah. But it's tough. But I tell you, um, the fruit that comes out of that, is sweet. Yeah. The the fruit that comes out of these difficult conversations and people know what they're saying, um, it's sweet because you grow as a as you grow as individuals, but you also grow as a as a team, mm-hmm. and the team gets better. And you know, you know what, Gabba making that um, that decision for Trevor Lawrence to become the starting quarterback. You know what. Trevor had to have a great offensive line. Trevor had to have a great running mm-hmm. back and great receivers. So it mm-hmm. took that team to move, you know, to, to move Clemson to, you know, to hit yeah. the ultimate prize of winning the national championship. Right. So, you know, so you may have a five-star recruit on your team, right. but you may feel like you can't have that conversation. But remember, right. you've got a team that's watching every move you make, the things that you say, how you, how you lead, how you do doing things. So, and you need to have a group around you that if um, uh, that if you're not doing what you need to be doing as a leader, they need to have they need to be able to tell you because leadership is a team, not a not an individual, a team sport, not an individual sport. For sure, and it brings up the fact that he made thousands of decisions that year and a lot of good ones, like every offensive line placement and every play they played, et cetera. And there's thousands, right? But we know that there are bigger decisions and smaller decisions, and we can probably say, without a doubt that the decision to make Trevor Lawrence the starting quarterback led to the national championship. Yes. Yeah. And had he avoided that decision, they would have not won the national championship. And that's a sports analogy, which we can, you know, overextend, I think in business, but it's still a great example of a result that is indisputable 
yeah. from a decision and a conversation that was really hard. And what yeah. I find in transformation and organizational health is it's the net, not of 365 days a year, but of a handful of really hard conversations and really hard decisions. Yeah. You can name and, them, do them, then, then you can, you get there. Yeah. And I would, I would, I would challenge and, and Gordon, it challenged me what I'm going to say. I would challenge our listeners. Think about a tough conversation you need to have yeah. and, and, and have it. Mm-hmm. And if you've had a tough conversation in the past, what did you learn from it? And what did you not do well that you can do better next time? And, and mm-hmm. honestly, if you, and if you, if you handle that in a really bad kind of way and tarnish relationship, go and apologize and say, look, I've messed this up. Hey, will you forgive me for that? Now let's, if that's still an issue, let's work, work through that, but do it together. You know, right. Uh, in, in that example. So I think that's, I think that's good because there, you're going to have to your point, you know, we make thousands of decisions, you know, on an annual basis in business, even personally, you're going to have a, you're going to have a handful of that you're going to remember that you're yeah. going to go back and, and that are, you know, they're there. Uh, you can change the trajectory or something. You know, right. so I, would, I would just challenge our listeners to, to think through that. What I just said, you know, a tough decision you got to have or one you've already had. That's right. Go back and reflect. If you need to have it, have it. You know? Well, the thing I love about what you're saying, Tim, and it sounds so simple, but the truth is the poor decision most leaders make is they just don't have it at all. Yep. They'd rather have no, no conversation than, a, than to screw up. And it's just avoiding the issue. And so we spend a lot of time and a lot of energy getting out of those conversations. I agree with you. Go have it. You probably will screw up a little bit. Uh, it'll be messy apologize correct but but get some reps because if you don't try you're never going to get better at it and a lot of leaders are avoiding those conversations yeah and you're right you know and i would just challenge the leaders don't avoid them go hit them head on yeah well by the time we're doing this five-part podcast everyone's going to say i don't want to be a leader anymore so hopefully (laughs) people stick in with us it's hard work it is very rewarding and fulfilling but it is more of a responsibility than a privilege. That is a reality. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, God bless to our listeners. Thank you for listening. And we hope this is having an impact in your lives. If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.